0: I think, you know, we, we we seem to lose our confidence and sense of mastery by allowing other people's opinions to dominate our thinking. If you think back over the years, were you ever like that before? And many of you are probably saying, well, no, I was pretty confident when I was younger. Or maybe some of you are saying just the opposite. But why is it then when you get here at this particular, I think it's because of societal expectations. I so, do
1: too. Yes. I do you- too. Hello, everyone. This is Diane Gilman, formerly known as the Queen of Jeans, but now perhaps known as your guide to always being too young to be old. And today we have someone that really personifies that, T.K. Mitchell, who is an inspired aging coach. And let me tell you what, ladies. If you are 55 and over, if you are going through a great divorce, if you have lost your husband, or if you are just in a period of your life when you're single, number one, you're not alone. 80% of all females in America will age out solo. How do you do that? How do you feel empowered? How do you feel like you can really and truly be in charge of your life? It ain't easy, but TK's here to tell us how. So welcome in to Too Young to Be Old. Oh, and by the way, I want to tell you, this is our first dual um, podcast week. So Thursdays throughout October will be about breast cancer. I'm a survivor. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But TK is going to tell us about... That last third of our life, which should be and could be the best. But you know, TK, unless someone tells us how to get there or how to use a mindset to see it differently, I always say if I had a room full of a thousand women and I said, okay, raise your hand if you're looking forward to being older, what <laughs> would it be- and raised and isn't that so wrong when most of us want to age but we have no plan for it and we don't know why we want to age Mm -hmm. so give us a clue here you also talk about integrative wellness so platform is yours my dear
0: yes okay well well, thank you very much for that introduction. It is wonderful to be here with you, Diane. And I, I think, too, um, as you had said in the, in the, in the intro, uh, I, I'm a motivational speaker and certified holistic wellness coach. And what I do is prepare what I call my mature and seasoned women for living their dynamic next act. I call it my second half. You call it third. But, you know, the next act. And it's all about promoting love and joy and good health and a purpose-driven life. But now, how do we get there? Well, we do need to say that the first thing is about mindset. Totally. Oh, yeah. it's, It's the mindset. It's about... Uh, releasing perfection and control because that can sabotage our efforts. It's about really being confident too. Confidence plays a big role here.
1: You know, I, that is so funny that you say that about perfection because mm-hmm. so many women, and certainly me too, Yes, I get angry at myself because I'm old. I right. used to wake up in the morning, Look in the mirror, and it was almost perfect. Hair was glistening and thick, and skin was perfect, and no wrinkles and no lines, no dark spots under my eyes. Mm. And now it's like, oh my God, it's a train wreck. What (laughs) am I going to do with myself today? And instead of forgiving yourself and actually applauding yourself for being older. I tend to get angry at myself because not everything is automatic, but one thing yeah. you talk about and I am so on board the holistic train. Yes. I take absolutely at seventy-eight years old not one drug. Cholesterol, cool. I came I, I yeah. battled it through diet. Cholesterol's great. Blood pressure. Worked with my diet, brought Mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. But we live in a society, and and every commercial, every commercial on cable television is about another drug. How do you untrain the mind to thinking that you have to have a series of crutches, drug crutches, to live
0: out your life? Well, it's a it's a change in your mindset. I mean, like you say, we're bombarded by all of this information that doesn't necessarily pertain to us. And it's the same with age. I mean, our society doesn't seem to appreciate age. And so we listen to that, we've heard it, and we've internalized it. And that's totally, yes. And so I say to our listeners that we have to have the mindset that you are not done yet. I mean, you're here for a reason. And that reason is to Shine your light. You get to choose what the rest of your life looks like, and and I think this is the perfect time to reposition yourself, to reinvent yourself, because I bet many of us have more choices now than we did say twenty years ago. See, the kids are grown; they're doing their own thing. You may be retired or approaching retirement, or or looking to align your life with your passions. Uh, you may be living alone, wondering how to prepare for your next chapter. And because of your experiences, let's pat ourselves on the back because of your experiences and life challenges, you know, a lot of things and have gained a unique perspective about life that someone much younger may not have. So how, are, yes,
1: how, how to have a voice for that. Cause you know, I was saying when we were talking before the podcast that, because of roe versus wade and and that opportunity to really make a choice whether you want a child or not and feel Mm -hmm. that you're assailed and and kind of bombarded by negativity Mm -hmm. there do you know that between the ages of 25 and 40 40 percent of all women have said you know what um I was considering it, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. The, way, the reason why that is relevant is we become, number one, mm-hmm. the generation with the most choices. Isn't it mind-blowing that yes. generations below us now yes. will have less choices and advantages as a female than we had and mm-hmm. also as the largest generation on earth, baby boomers, how could we be so silent because the fact that there's not going to be a baby boom coming after us Mm -hmm. we should be the vocal powerhouse for our own rights especially as women and yet i find we are so silent in this time period in our lives and you're right we have more choices mm-hmm. i call it the age of customization yes. this is so wrong how as a pioneer of that concept do you bring our voices out
0: tk well looking at ourselves too and and understanding that now at this particular age we uh, our experiences are our assets ah yeah and 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 um We are to use these skills that we have that no one else has. Everyone's unique, but we have that advantage. Age is an advantage because of our accumulated assets. And uh, we use these skills that we have to make a difference in the world. Uh, How? Really, one of the things that really got me into this business after I Transition from 32 years of teaching in the public schools was i wanted to change the world's view on age so that it's positive not negative and so that is one of the things that kind of set me on fire and and pushed me forward but oh yes that that's you know it's a mindset change we have to appreciate understand it be aware and and then get that confidence built up and sometimes it's not it's not easy doing it by yourself. I know you're doing a lot of that work now, Diane, but um, people need to um, be motivated. They need to um, have. They need to believe. A yes, a community and to believe. But yeah. that's what helps. I mean, we do need to form that community of support so that we see that we have something grand to give the world. I mean, these should be our best years, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I believe that too. And number two, they should be the best years because these are the years you've got left. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you or or some of our audience like me went through a mortality-based kind of disease like cancer, which mm-hmm. I think is the norm in this country. Yeah. And you learn to appreciate life more. You learn how precious it is. I think... If I had to say there was one huge advantage to being older, it's I know how beautiful mm. and precious life is. And I therefore live every moment in the moment that way. And when I hear younger kids or I hear women my age saying, mm-hmm. worst summer I ever had, horrible. I mean, I even walked into a, a party uh, there was a, a girls party for women in their 60s, 70s, 80s and the the first words out of someone's mouth are were worst time i ever had don't tell me you had a good time and i was like okay <laughs> i didn't i did but i'll just say i didn't but that to me is a sadness it's it's not Not having the bulwark, which you and I want to create in female society to really see your worth. No, we're not 20 anymore. No, we're not going to look good in a bikini anymore. Actually, I never did. But we've got so much to offer. How do we we convince women over 55? that this
0: actually could be the best time in their lives. Yes. Yes. I think it, it takes time. And I think, you know, by your, your podcasts and and different programming that we've discussed, I mean, I think that they will come around. I just really don't have that many role models. I think that's what it is. And they need to be supported. I think they need to be supported and I think their voices need to be heard. Um, But it starts here, what we're doing today, what we're doing now. But um, I think that we have to be careful about succumbing to societal expectations. For sure. And um, I think, you know, we, we, we seem to lose our confidence and sense of mastery by allowing other people's opinions to dominate our thinking. If you think back over the years, were you ever like that before? And many of you are probably saying, well, no, I was pretty confident when I was younger, or maybe some of you are saying just the opposite, but why is it then when you get here at this particular, I think it's because of societal expectations. So, I do too. Yes. I do losing, too. Yeah. Losing touch with, with, you know, losing touch with our inner child by ceasing to be relevant, by distancing, dis- distancing ourselves from, learning new things, by giving up, uh, by not being willing to take risk. And that's a big thing. And by you know, listening- what,
1: what, <laughs> one of the real glitches in society mm-hmm. is you can run, but you can't hide from technology. Yes. And when I'm with a group of women my age, I swear to you, 90% of them don't want to know about email. They absolutely don't want to know. They give up. is uh, overwhelming. Instagram, TikTok, oh, all that stuff's for younger people. No. Mm-hmm. Actually, these are the new role models for enriching your life. These, this is where you hear the music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s that you loved. This is where you can see your icons as they grew older. I I can't say enough about it. I'm totally untechnical, which is always a frustration. But I do here I am doing podcasts. I have no idea how, but I'm doing them yes, and I'm yes. doing them on my cell phone. And that to me in 78, it's like mm-hmm. I'm hot stuff. I mean, I I got technology, but yes. if we keep denying and one of the denials truly TK that I really want you to speak to is being in charge of our own health.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: What does that I know that you are about empowerment, but I also know that you are about integrative wellness. Yes. So I am. what do you say when you're in a public speaking situation about Being in charge of your own wellness, how to get there, and how and where is the support for
0: that? Yes. And I say, too, it has a lot to do with mindset again. And I know um, we've all had, had very difficult, challenging times throughout our lives. But one of the biggest, pivotal times for me in particular... Was when I was uh, transitioning through menopause, and uh, all of these health challenges that just seemed to pop up out of nowhere. And uh, my my primary care um, physician and uh, all of them, I love them dearly. It, it when when they took the test, they found out that I had these multiple health issues. One of them, well, first of all, had this weight gain that came out of nowhere I mean it was just me too much was like like where did that come from over the last year what all these pounds what happened? Well you know what it is is that you're older now and that you're going to be gaining some weight and that's just all there is to it that's that's the message I heard. Then the other thing was the elevated lipid levels and so my quote, off the charts and again, they're promoting the um the pharmaceutical drugs and i was i was just getting so discouraged listening to this and on top of that because i'm not done they're they're um, <laughs> osteopenia i said oh yeah what the heck? and um and of course there's a drug for that and and all of these things are, those are some of the top ones some of the main ones and i said wow um i went home i was very discouraged and then I decided after a day of sobbing and and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? I I really don't I I really do appreciate modern medicine. Don't get me wrong. I it's wonderful, but I wanted to try the naturopathic route before I had to take the drugs. And I would if if this doesn't work. So I was on this mission to research uh, wow. a notable naturopaths in my area, and I tell you this was this is more than gosh, this was back in 2006. And um, everything just sort of fell into place. That's that mindset is I was focused on it. I wanted it. I knew I could do something about my health. I just knew it. And so that's what kind of, you know, the universe sort of rolls in and helps you with this. And um, I was in touch with a wonderful naturopath in the area. They took all of these tests, tested the not, uh, the, uh, primary care would not ordinarily test. Exactly. And uh, You said, you know, your, your lipid levels, yes, they're high, but we, we can we, just stick with us. We have more tests. I'm not worried about it. You know, I'm not worried about it, TK. And so I found out in one of the major tests that they took that I had multiple food allergies. Who knew? Oh, well, I guess I, you know, we look back and we know. I mean, dairy and egg and gluten and oh, many, many more. This is gonna help. This is one of the contributors. And slowly but surely um, through their recommendations and, and naturopathic remedies, I was able to reverse all of my concerns yes so excited about all that now they did tell me that that bone density test was going to take longer and it took about oh six eight years before i'm out of that zone now wow how
1: how did that happen how did you do that was it through diet
0: Yeah, through these lifestyle changes and i thought i was doing all the right things but of course you know, when you get it seems like every 10 years there's something else that we need to tweak it over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Yes, but yes, uh through lifestyle changes. And that's why in my company, lifestyle 120, if we take care of ourselves, we can get to 120 or beyond. But yes. Yeah, we're our blue zone. But oh, you know yes, what? Really uh, right. <laughs> but yes, absolutely.
1: I gained that's
0: what it During was.
1: during menopause, I gained almost 90 pounds. <sighs> And I was uh, a quarter of a pound away from the national definition of obesity. Mm. And I remember, like you, I left the doctor's office. My GP walked across the street to Central Park, sat down on a park bench and wept. Yes, yes. But then I really asked myself, why do you gain all this weight well yes mm-hmm. it was during menopause but it was also I became a widow during menopause mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I made food my companion I was what I call a genarian. I mm. ate pasta 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 and when I wasn't eating that because I'm Eastern European I was all about the cream cheese and the locks and yeah. you know uh, the cream tearing and everything that my parents who were Ukrainian loved and raised mm-hmm. me on, but it was no longer appropriate at mm-hmm. 60. Maybe it was good at six years old, but not at 60. I realized I was also an emotional leader and I didn't go on any diet pills. I didn't go on any special medical diet. I just realized what my bad habits were, what my destructive habits were. But what Mm -hmm. I realize now in my age group, in my 70s, and and I think it starts at 50, 55, you must be constantly aware and customize your life, customize your Activity, customize your um, diet, and and really change around your headset from depression to gratitude. Do you not find that to no. be true? You've got to oh, be in God. charge
0: of you. Oh, absolutely. Gratitude is the number one key. And, and that's Think something so. that I promote constantly. Because even with the, um, the challenges that we're talking about for ourselves... Um, and in a way, I'm thinking, okay, I I'm grateful to have found this out in order for me to elevate my life. But now, because I found it out, because I've been able to support myself in this way, now I can help others. And so that's the gratitude living in with with the mindset of gratitude and appreciation and awareness, like you said initially. Absolutely. Yeah. So. How do you approach this? Do you, and
1: I know that there's something you said that struck me as one of the most important things I've heard since I started my quest Mm -hmm. for better aging. You said you want to raise the standard for aging. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Absolutely. But for our listeners, who may be in an environment, which is mostly what goes on here in America, where age is not about gratitude, age is not celebrated. What does raising the standard for aging mean to you? What is your goal
0: and purpose here? Raising the standard for aging means that we're back to that mindset again. And it's about community. And as you said, there are many, many women who have a negative attitude right now. I don't know if it's intentional. I think some kind of way it, it's a society and, and the sort of they've morphed into this. But if they see people like you, people like me that have something to offer them and if they can become part of that community, part of that programming, I think it can change. I, I know, do too. Yes, I think that's that's the secret there.
1: But one thing I feel for raising the standard of aging is mm-hmm. I was in, like you, a profession for 30 years, mm-hmm. tele retail, and where was that going to take me when mm-hmm. I left? Or was I going to be just left high and dry? So mm-hmm. I really did a little life analysis on me, which mm-hmm. was drawing two lines and a bar above and saying, what do I love about my life? What do I not like? How am I going to change it? And what I found for me Mm
0: -hmm. was
1: I must lead a purpose-driven life. That's it. So I realized that my the one skill, I couldn't take fashion design with me as I left, but the one skill I could take was public speaking in front of a camera. And I'd always talked about creating a middle-aged gene because the middle-aged and older woman is so forgotten in fashion and i could take that message and move it forward and make it more general and universal and broader yes and i like you am on a tear mm-hmm. i am on a mission
0: yes
1: for women to enjoy this part of their life and yes be grateful for it if you've ever been through anything like cancer and you're given a second chance. My, mm-hmm. my diagnosis was so scary mm-hmm. and I got that second chance. Don't think I am not going to enjoy every single minute of it, but also make the most out of it. Yes. So I assume you were a great teacher and you, like me, took your speaking skills yes. and said to yourself, I'm not just going to sit on a shelf Mm -hmm. for these years. I'm going to do something with it. I think purpose feels better than ever. And I I think that's what is missing Mm -hmm. from most women's agendas as they age you lose the children. It's the empty nest. You may Mm -hmm. lose your husband, great divorce or illness, Mm -hmm. and you have no purpose left. And I honestly believe that is the number one killer of women in our society today. Yes.
0: I like to lead women to purpose for sure. That that's the ultimate charge here. And if I just tell a short story here, see after graduating graduating (laughs) from my teaching career, I thought, My second half was about doing more of the same thing, so I initially considered a path that was safe and comfortable, what I had already known. Um, For example, started tutoring at the Adult Education Center at my local community college. This is a great way to give back, but it was not the right fit for me. Then one of my colleagues and I explored the idea of starting our own reading clinic, and that fizzled, and even the I was considered, um, I I had considered getting my PhD in curriculum and instruction so I could develop programs for student teachers. I'm laughing about it now. I encountered so much resistance there too. And I recognized it because I was aware that this is not working. I encountered the resistance everywhere that looked the same as what I was doing. So looking back, I realized that it was, it was, I I was being divinely guided. And these initial ideas were too much of the same. So in my second half, in my next act, I was supposed to use my strengths like you did, Diane, use my strengths and talents in a different way to do a new thing. So long story short, I, I went through a process of exploring and meditating on the meaning of the signs that the universe was placing on my on my path and what I wound up doing is combining my love of teaching my longtime passion for health and wellness because I've been through some things and my experience developing curriculum while at the same time strengthening a deeper relationship with spirit and i think yes is so important so yes. uh, what i'm doing now is the manifestation of that spirituality is the base um, is the foundation of our of our lives is is really what moves me forward and any of my messages any of my programming will that will come forward is the spiritual foundation so everything we're talking about really is that spiritual dynamic
1: I feel it boy that mm-hmm. is for me I think to myself after a diagnosis of stage three breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And the first diagnosis was very simply, it's hopeless. It's everywhere. Oh, thank you for that. Um, and then coming back from it, yes, I think to myself, yes, I, I, I'm not here. This is not happenstance. This is not just, oh, la-di-da, you're here. This is you are here. You are here for a purpose. You are here for a purpose to spread good, to spread constructive message, to spread self-love. Um, I am so enmeshed in that belief. I, I think as you see many of your contemporaries cross over, but you're still here, yeah. you've got to know you're here for a reason. And and if you do have the kind of voice that you or I have, then your purpose has to be, should be for good. I, uh, I'm like a puppy dog. I would like to make everybody around me happy and I'm still figuring out how to do that. But I want to ask you just one last question. You say there's always a spiritual component. I'm right there with you, sister. But you talk about life principles, and I would like you to explain what does that mean to
0: you? What does that mean to all of us, frankly? Mm -hmm. Yes, the life principles. Well, you know what, I I think everybody uh, who's listening understands that we've got these lifestyle elements that help to bring harmony in our lives. And Just running down through the list real quickly is, you know, we nourish our bodies and and we get regular fitness and uh, we get proper sleep and and all of this and you know we have wonderful relationships and a comfortable living space and giving back to society and one of the main ones that we talked about is uh, pursuing our interests and our dreams, our passions, but none of this really is going to be sustainable um, unless we have this secret sauce and that sauce is what i believe to help you experience whole health and to fulfill the desires of your heart It's, it's this lifeline that must be circulating through every everyday experiences and i call it our internal system, our fundamental universal truths and is the essence of my messaging. And what it is, is it's it's four things. It's love and compassion. It's your thoughts and words. It's accepting responsibility and honoring your commitment to the choices you make in life. These are all spiritual components, universal. It's trusting and believing and it's having courage and passion, getting excited again and again about the rest of your life.
1: Beautifully it's a said. Yes. Yes, beautiful, planning, beautiful.
0: And being open to uh, becoming vibrant and colorful during this next phase. So, yes, it's the love, integrity, faith, and enthusiasm. And, and so what
1: I but, call that, honestly, is intentional yes. living. I Isn't think at the, at the age where we start to really um, see that life is not automatic, mm-hmm. probably after fifty, you really start to have to be your own architect yes. and and create your own building. And is it a beautiful Gothic cathedral? Is it a modern all glass yes. house? What, what, whatever it is, we're here to give people the confidence to build that yes, inner absolutely. structure. Absolutely. And with that, I want to thank you. You are truly amazing. I, 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 you are such a fantastic public speaker, and you've got a message that really each and every one of us could benefit by living by. And we will make sure that our audience knows where to find you, And how to hear more of that message. And remember, we are, during the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I am a survivor doing dual weekly podcasts. And it's been pretty intense, let me tell you. So um, you'll you'll be hearing us come out with a new podcast every Tuesday. That'll be TK. And every Thursday, which will be about some form of information, aspiration, and inspiration about breast cancer. TK, I cannot thank you enough. This was truly wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to Two Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Diane Gilman, or visit our website, thedianegilman.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review, and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number, together
0: we'll prove that we are all too young to be old.